I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Oh, he. Um, <laughs> but any <laughs> about oh, that. Oh, Captain, my Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Lore Boys. My name is James P. Shooter Miller, and uh, here is it's Ethan Pistol Palmer. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, it's uh, Pete Mid Caliber O'Donoghue. <laughs> Mid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you have a guess from the art, the title, and from our cool, cool intro, uh, we're <laughs> See, talking I think from the title. Like do a do a concussion test. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, we don't even know what the title is yet. It could well, be anything. The, I mean, the the title is "Enter the Gungeon Lore." The subtitle oh. is something wacky that we came yeah, up with. That's, yeah, to be fair, that's a good point. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, if you don't need to get your head checked, uh, you're probably a patron because you're the smartest of it all. And um, so, who do we got? We got some new ones uh, since last week. Peter. I sorry, I thought you had pulled it up. I saw you looking at your screen. I asked I... you. I said you're going to read them. You said <laughs> in the, me- <laughs> in the meantime, in the meantime, <laughs> I got him. I, I got can... him. I got him. I got him. Uh, <laughs> well, you could just letting me fill would have been better. That I think, but <laughs> sorry, we could talk notes after the show. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> if you want to just load the silence with extra witty bullets, that might be. <laughs> <a little laughs> um, but yeah, big thank yous to uh, Matt Freighter. I believe he subscribed during the bonus last week, so yeah, thank you officially. Um, also. Decker the Dude, who's been very active on uh, Discord. Thank you. And has, has a cool uh, Bandcamp or SoundCloud. I can't remember which. I think SoundCloud. But I checked out some of his stuff, like Boss Fight is one of his oh, songs. Really? Yeah. yeah. Some good cool. stuff there. Cool. He's cracking natty lights in the Discord server and getting oh, chatty. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have Tyler Chudik or Hudik. I don't know how to say that, but thank you. And finally, Tyrese Doolin. Um, Great name. I see that you sent us a message. I will get back to you probably. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, they, I sent him a message, and he sent us a oh, message saying, like, perfect. appreciate Never the mind. show, so don't don't worry about it, Peter. Oh, You're okay. doing fine. Cool. cool. I'm glad someone did that, because I meant to do it, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, who requested this one uh, for Enter the Gungeon? We only had two people who shouted it out uh, specifically. So, Sketchy Jesus being uh, one of our patrons, one of the folks we met in Montreal for Lorecon. Oh, gee. Um, yeah. And uh, Ark Lord Dark, or Dirk, um being one of the green names a supporter who's been active in the discord and uh but other than that um i've seen a lot of people talk about the game uh specifically fragile shark and jesterful longtime uh supporters of the show they've like whenever i searched gungeon or whatever just to see who requested it it was either uh fragile or jester just being yeah this game's fucking awesome uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so like I'm, I'm sure they'll appreciate it too um 
broadly excellent taste for both of them, I must say, because Gungeon, uh, my limited experience with it, is fantastic. It, I really, really do enjoy it. Yeah, Fragile uh, gets into all my N64 bullshit, too, which is I really yeah. appreciate. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so enter the Gungeon. Uh, what is it? What's your relationship with it? Um, let's talk a little bit about it. Um, what do you guys know? Uh, yeah, I own it on EGS. I've gotten to the second, like, proper Gungeon um, bosses. It's like the stage two bosses and never beaten a one of them. I don't think, <laughs> anyway. Maybe I've beaten one of them once, but I really don't think so. Okay. <laughs> that would have inspired uh, me to keep trying and playing more, probably, if I had at least beaten one of them. But I think I just kept <laughs> running into that wall and said, this game's too hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've played it twice. I have it on PlayStation. Uh, so during the pandemic, um, PlayStation gave away some free games to like, hey, play inside sort of stuff. Uh, Gungeon was one of them. I played it there and I got I've beaten one boss. I beat the trigger twins who are like two like bullets that hop around and shoot yep. other bullets at you. So I beat them. And then the second boss I encountered, I know there's a seagull, uh, which I guess we'll get into later. But the second yep. boss I thought was the ammo conda, the snake who yep. I did not beat. And then, yeah, the same thing for uh for me, I was like, damn, that was hard and just never played it again. And then I played it co-op with uh, one of our mutual friends, Jesse, once when he uh, he and I used to live together. So we would do couch co-op sometimes and we oh, played it right. like that, which is a lot easier, obviously. But as far as solo, I've, I've done a boss and a half. That's about it. I was <laughs> convinced that Pete and I had played together <laughs> online one night on a community night when I was like blackout drunk. We yeah. tried. That's true. Yeah, yeah. but we did it because. Me and me and friend of the show, Bobby, we're going to play Gungeon because Jamie's been been back back on it, hitting it. So we're like, oh, yeah, we'll play yeah. it or whatever. And like Jamie was like, yeah, there's co-op. So I was like, oh, OK, cool. I, I do think I would enjoy it a lot more as co-op because it's like less responsibility is, is solely on me to kill the boss. So right. like, yeah, let's let's do that. So we look it up or, or like we, we hop in a game. We're like, OK, here's the co-op guy. Like, OK, it's just saying connect other controllers. So that's for local cop. Looking around, can't find the, the multiplayer cop. I'm like, Jamie, are you sure there's there's multiplayer cop? Jamie's like, Yeah, absolutely. Me and Pete have played it before online. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, dude, sure if you say so. I'm like, now I'm like Googling, I'm like, no, to do online co-op, you like need mods and you need to do like some like a port for like you need to like <laughs> need directly peer to peer. Yeah, you need parsnips, as Jamie would <laughs> yeah. put it. Um yeah. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's there's no way we're doing this. And then sure enough, we asked Pete. He's like, Yeah, we tried one time. But Jamie was like, Oh, well, I guess I was blackout drunk that time, so I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the attempt and not working, and then and that's about it. But the yeah. on Steam, you can play online co-op because Steam has a built-in play uh like yeah. online couch co-op, like play yeah. remotely together is what they call it, or whatever the oh, fucking branding is. I have it on Steam. Is really cool, yeah, because I had it on I think it was on Game Pass. Which is where we would have tried it. That's um, yeah. I originally played it on Game Pass. Yeah. When I was back, when I was paying for it, I had it free yeah. there. Yeah. And then I have it on PlayStation, which is no good to anybody. So like, it had it had I it on Steam, we could yes, remote play together, which is so, a really cool feature on Steam. Now that I have it on Steam, can I invite one of you guys to play in my instance of the game? I, I finish a bottle I, of wine and we'll try after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already mentioned that I have it on EGS because it was free on EGS at some point. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, anyways, um, let's hop into lore. Like, it is a twin-stick shooter, if you guys don't know what it is. How many times have um, you beaten it, James? You didn't talk about how much how much experience you have with the game. Uh, so I've gotten to the fourth floor, like, twice back on uh, when I had it on Game Pass. And now I've gotten to the third floor, like, three times. 
Okay. But I'm really hindering my own progress because I'm going for uh, all the secret rooms along the way, which will slow you down a lot uh, as you're learning. But if you can comfortably do all the secret rooms up till uh, the secret room three, you your consistency for beating the game goes way the fuck up because okay, you can get all this this extra stuff. And we're going to talk about all those three secret rooms. Uh, that's kind of where we're going to finish up the episode. Okay, cool. Um, but at first, um, we're going to talk about uh, the people who made the game and how it came together. It being an indie uh, project, it kind of has a cool story. Uh, so in 2013 is when people who made this started collaborating. And it only came out uh, much later, I think in like 2017 or 16. Um, but anyways, in, in 2013 is when they started playing, uh, collaborating. Um, and it was three employees from Mythic Entertainment. Oh, so that sounds you got, familiar. You would know. I know why you would know it, Pete. Um, I don't know. Okay. Or I don't know it off the top of my head anyway. So the, it was purchased by EA like around that time and it was most known for dark age of camelot an older mmr morpg which is like from 99 but what you would know it from is bioware mythic at one point they helped uh bioware edmonton make dragon age 2 oh dragon oh okay yeah 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 definitely yeah because it sounded familiar and i'm looking at their wikipedia i'm like why was I not informed in 1998 that there was a Godzilla online? First question. <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards, just like, yeah, Dark Age of Camelot, one, two, three, four, five. I've heard, it's because I've heard about uh, Warhammer Age of Reckoning. I knew yeah, this game same. existed. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. The Warhammer MMO from Ultima Online, Stygian Abyss. And then, yeah, and then, yeah. Thanks for the help on uh, Dragon Age 2, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's an MMORPG, like, back in the day. Like, that's... uh pre-classic wow mmorpg so yeah uh definitely before mmorpgs blew up uh in the in the public yeah you guys remember hellgate london that was another mmo that looked really cool that just didn't take off no i have no recollection of hellgate london as an mmo it's an action role-playing game dude Okay, let's see. <laughs> so none of us remember it as an MMO. Good. Never mind. <laughs> well, sir. Um, so yeah, I'm, in sorry, January... I'm trying to see if there's a Hellgate MMO, but I can't see anything, Pete. I'm sorry. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> there's Never a mind. bunch of old ones. There was like um, Farscape. EverQuest. EverQuest is the one I was trying to think. Yeah. yeah. EverQuest is a classic, right? Like, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that pre WoW? That's pretty wild. I think that might be pre-Diablo or close to Diablo. EverQuest Online initial on. release 2003. Oh. Okay, later be, than I thought. That's just I would be WoW. surprised if an MMO beat Diablo. Are you saying Diablo 1? Oh, I was thinking Diablo 2, but because okay. I'm thinking of the way Everscape looks and it looks just as bad as Diablo 2. Well, yeah, but, that's usually like WoW, original WoW looked pretty bad too, right? But yeah. it's usually like you sacrifice yeah. the assets and the, you know, the art for the scale, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, anyway, so in, we're talking about Gungeon, sorry. In Gungeon, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah whoops. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we are dipping into the past. So that's Mythic Entertainment, where, where these folks came from. Um, so... In 2014, Mythic Entertainment was shut down. Um, basically, EA felt they weren't making enough money and pulled the plug. Um, it's it's EA sad. Did really did. Yeah, exactly. Just EA um, doing doing what they do. Um, so they, they were actually offered a job at another EA studio. I'm not sure which one. But they already had 
kind of wanted to do their own thing. And like as early as 2013, we're already telling their bosses, hey, we might split off at any time. And in 2014, the thing shuts down. So they're like, well, let's take four days off and then work seven days a week until we can make a new game. Uh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> cool. So they took their, their little vacation. Um, then the the main five people, um, or the main three people who started it are Brent Sodman, David Rubel, which are both programmers, and then David Crooks, who's a designer. And eventually Joe Hardy, who's an artist, and Erica Hampson, who's a sound designer, would join them as well. Erica Hampson uh, being uh, the partner of, of one of the Daves. I couldn't figure out which one. Okay. But more voice canon. Uh, it's the second one. <laughs> yeah, it's the designer, not the programmer. The programmer is ugly and stupid, <laughs> <laughs> or, or smart probably. But fuck, fuck you, fuck you, particular guy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, fuck particular you, fantastic Dave. name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I love everyone who made this game because this game is awesome. Uh, Joe Hardy, by the way, who is did all the art for this game, had never done pixel art before. He taught himself to do pixel art for this game. And it has exceptional pixel pixel art. Yeah, he gave himself a fucking masterclass in pixel art, clearly. Because if you guys haven't seen the art yet, you could look it up. It is so consistent, so cute, and so just like, it's like silently funny. Just like looking at it is already good, like not in motion. Yeah, like you open a chest or something, and it has a face on it. The eyes are bullets, and the mouth is like a revolver or something. And like everything is so gun-themed. uh, one of the common bullet uh, enemies that you'll meet is a bulletkin, which is just a, like a bullet who hops around and has a smiley face. And you, yeah, it, like whenever their guns shoot, like their little pistols, it like like a snake eating a meal. You see the lump of the bullet coming out. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's so cute. Like Looney yeah. Tunes gun. Yeah. Well, because they're because the actual bullets are like they're like usually red circles that are like much larger than the gun. That's right. True. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Which took a lot of care, uh, careful consideration, by the way. They like looked at thousands of different types of bullets, like from other games, just to try and find the one that would fit best with their game. So it felt fair when you get hit by one. Mm. Uh, like you should be able to see it coming. It shouldn't be a surprise. It should move in a predictable way. And um, they settled on these big white circles, bigger than you might like think for a normal bullet, with a red outline. And every uh, place that you fight in is pretty dark. So that white with the red outline really pops just stands out. out yeah, they yeah. even had a level where you went to heaven uh, for a while, but they scrapped it because the bullets just were too were uh, white on white. Yeah, yeah, blended okay, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that uh, wasn't even my script. That was something I knew. So, very oh, cool. they, I love I love <laughs> it because they would have called the stage Bullet Heaven, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. that would have been that would have been the stage. So there is a stage called Bullet Hell, uh, which is oh, like there you go. the sixth less, less clever than Bullet Heaven, I think. But <laughs> yeah. still pretty good. Maybe it was after they scrapped yeah. it. Yeah. That yeah, one, Dave. Uh, if you had time for your fucking wife, you'd think of better puns. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that one um, is like the sixth secret level, and you can fight the Lich in that one. That one I've never been to, and we're not going to cover today. But it's worth bringing up. Uh, since we mentioned the bullet, bullet hell thing, just the lich, no, no pun, just, just the lich, yeah. Hmm. He's like a cat. He's a cowboy with a smoking revolver. He looks very cool. Okay, yeah, sure. very hard fight. Uh, so Dave, Brent, and Erica, they all live together already. Oh, yeah. So they took their living room and they turned it into an office. Um, 
and the other Dave and Joe would come by every day and just work out of the office. Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess pre-work from home when you didn't have a proper setup or an office because you lost your job at EA. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so while working, uh, one of the Daves was listening to the soundtrack from the game Gun Gods, which, uh, Gods with a Z. I looked it up, it's just basically a Doom clone. Okay. Um, Yeah, and with this fresh in his mind, he's just thinking about the words gun and dungeon, and then he combined them to say gungeon in his head, and that really resonated, so he kind of held on to that idea. Um, so they started chatting about the idea and Brent wondered why anyone would even go into this dungeon. Like if you had a, uh, a dungeon full filled with bullets, like why would you go in? Right. It's, it's kind of dangerous. And then yeah. Dave just from a gut reaction said to get a gun to kill the past, which ends up being the whole, um, what? the whole, the whole game that's that's what you're trying to do i hope that's true but that sounds like the line he would say in the like biopic of making this game right yeah yeah. (laughs) most of what i i got on this guy's story was from a youtube channel who basically scoured every interview they've ever done so this is through the lens of a guy interpreting a guy interpreting an interview. Yeah. Um, so right. yeah, I'm not saying that he couldn't have had that like immediately great fan, like great idea. He's just been thinking about like a gungeon for days. Like, yeah. like the, that's definitely like not, not unlikely, but I just think yeah. it's funny. It's just like, well, I, I mean, yeah, the like, music swells. <laughs> there's not many days, by the way, this, this is all happening very fast. And I'm going to tell you the scale of time pretty soon. But basically, by the time when they started the, I'll tell you now. Why not? I started the their work um, after taking their four day break. They had eleven days until E3 to come up with a, a full working demo. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, 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 what we, that's what we call in the biz crunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, since this is on a pretty short time scale, they figured out rest of the main lore over lunch. Uh, so yeah. Just about as fast as we write an episode, they wrote their lore. Yeah, see, crunch is always worth it, kids. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's for the good of the company. Yeah, yeah. it always pans out. <laughs> <laughs> and what is absolutely crazy is they did manage to get a working draft of their game ready in eleven days. That here, I'll show you a picture of what. This is the only known screenshot from the demo, um, but it. Oh, I have to. So I will me... comment. The lich is incredibly cool. He is a cowboy yeah. skeleton. Oh, I I didn't notice, but his eyes are bullets too. Yeah, he's a. <laughs> I think his teeth are also bullets. But that's awesome. I can't really see. Can't really tell. This is the only known uh, screenshot from the demo that was presented in eleven days' time, okay. uh, and it already is starting to look kind of true to the game in terms of the pixel pixel art. Pixel art. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like knowing what both look like. You can see that they're cousins. The, the pixel art style is there. Like yeah. the so yeah. I guess what we're looking at, there's like a little green Martian man who I assume is the playable character in this instance. There's a single lit torch, and then there's just like a stone on stone kind of labyrinth with like walls, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the pixel art style from Gungeon, if and if the listeners are familiar with it, is is absolutely there. Yeah. Big cute heads, little dot eyes, tiny little rubbery body. Yeah, it's absolutely yep. And um, this is something they wanted to get together for E3 to show off to Devolver. And their inspiration at this point is Sheeran the Wanderer, which is um, a roguelite um, for DS. I think that's a bullet hell. 
Chocobo's Dungeon, which I've never played, and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, uh, which are all then they're like, let's take this dungeon crawler idea, add guns, bullet hell, and a dodge roll. And this okay, is yeah. our main thing. I've never heard like, of Sheeran, but it looks hardcore weeaboo. So. Yeah. Um, and from that to later on, um, post uh, getting a publisher and like actually developing the game to the game we know today, they were uh, influenced by like Spelunky, by um, Binding of Isaac uh, quite a lot. Um, a lot of these like roguelikes that were really popular in the 2016, 17, uh, the big head in the bouncy animation, this might be too obscure. Um, but it, they kind of all look like the main guy from Fez. If anybody played that game. Oh yeah. It's yeah. People, people I know have. Fez, I think yeah. I know it from the I, documentary. I do yeah. 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 So, uh, the, what they did is they got a laptop, they got their extremely early demo and they went to E3 with no ticket, no pass, but they're just going to... Let's figure it the fuck out. We're getting there. <laughs> These guys are just scrappy movie protagonists, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, clearly? <laughs> yeah. The only thing I would change if I made a script, though, is change one of the guys not to be a Dave, so you Dave, can yeah, tell them yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric yeah. or something. Another yeah. chick. Yeah, yeah like when we changed one. Jamie's name from Peter. We had yeah. Eric this show, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so oh, Devolver... Yeah being a cool developer that it was was already promoting its own games but in an anti-convention approach instead of setting up inside with e3 they set up all their booths outside the parking lot to be like fuck conventions yeah you know devolver like they often put out like ironic videos making fun of developers and microtransactions and all these things yeah if you've ever seen their press conferences they're always pre-recorded and they're like ceo is this woman like a like a hillary clinton pantsuit and she is a, an insane person. She like kills one of her assistants. I think she gets killed at one point and comes back as RoboCop. Yeah, it's like they're like they have like their E3 press conferences are like a serialized sketch, basically about this insane game executive, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it, it's a lot of irony. Yeah, they have a game coming out uh, called I think it's called Wizard with a Gun. Uh, which has one of the coolest trailers I've ever seen. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's they're like it, they're wizards, but they're all it's like cowboy style. Uh, so it's all these like wizards with like the big cowboy hats, and they've all got guns that they cast their spells from, I guess. Um, <laughs> but it's just it's very uh, it's very nice and cool. I think. Oh man, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about I'll talk about this later. This looks fucking awesome. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to look it up too, but I'm gonna look, look it up in a bit. If you're driving a forklift, just pull up YouTube right now and <laughs> check out the Wizard with a Gun trailer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So they they showed up, didn't have a pass, lucked out because Devolver is like just set up in the parking lot for whatever reason. Um, and so the Dodge Roll team did what anyone would do. Um, they waited in their car for six hours. Because all the executives already had meetings set up for pitches at E3. <laughs> they couldn't just walk in and go. So they waited and waited and waited for six hours. Um, I, I can only imagine like them opening their laptop and closing it quickly because they want to have enough battery by the time like yeah. <laughs> it yeah. shows up. In the it's, San Diego heat or wherever E3 yeah. is held to. Oh, wait, wait, I want to make a tweak on like slide four, but don't leave the laptop open for too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but eventually they met Nigel Lowry from um, Devolver, who is the CFO at the time. Um, and he received their pitch. And by the end, Dodgerill had no idea if they even liked it. All he asked was like, what platforms do you want to put this on? 
He had no follow-ups, nothing. Um, so the team was like kind of discouraged and they, they went back and they're like, well, Xbox One's new right now, PS4 is new right now. Probably push came to shove. We can get in one of those stores with an indie game because they're they need new games for their stores, right? And uh but after just a week, Devolver calls back and they said, We'll be your publisher, we'll support you. Nice. Um, Have you considered yeah. putting it on Steam? I don't know if you've heard of it. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like what they needed help with the most was marketing and legal support and stuff like that. They didn't, their oh, yeah. team of five couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, but what they, they were uh, footing the bill for everything else. It, all five of those folks put their life savings into this game. Uh, and with uh, a couple bumps along the way, they missed their first uh, like deadline and stuff, which later now they, they say they don't announce deadlines because it's too uh, it's too much. Like, don't announce a deadline two years down the line. Like, announce a deadline yeah. when you know it's going to finish kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why we're not going to hear anything about Elder Scrolls 6 until yeah. it's releasing this year. Because like, we're, we're done. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with the help of Devolvers uh, for Marketing Legal, Dodgeroll had all the tools it needed to make the game. They had a couple speed bumps. They were worried because uh, around that time, a lot of roguelikes were coming out. So their market share, like their pie, was just getting smaller and smaller the longer they right. had to release. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know? uh, I think they ended up selling 300,000 uh, in the first month, a million in the first year, and three million in the first three years. Uh, or something along those lines. So by all means, complete success. I can't our yeah, like do that well. Fuck. Yeah, like a million, <laughs> a million in the first years to three million in three years is like, it's like very steady, right? Which yeah, is, has yeah. got to be good. At, like, I don't think it's what publishers per se look for. Like, you you're probably looking for like heavy upfront to like yeah. recoup costs like quickly, but uh, yeah. it still must be nice. A nice surprise to have continued to sell so well. I'm sure it like yeah. still sells decently well, just as like yeah. a. A classic, or like not a classic, but just like a, a game that anybody can kind of pick up and and just like have they a good must time have with, right? Take, taken like either chip payments or lump sum payments from both Epic Game Store and Microsoft now because they're on both the Game Pass and was a free game on Epic. Yeah, so, uh, there are sixty three thousand positive reviews on Steam right now, and it is overwhelmingly positive overall. So there's like very little to say bad about the game like it's hard but yeah. it does it doesn't present itself as like here's a here's a very easy learning curve it's like a, no this is, like, this is a hard game you're getting into a hard game it's like a punishing bullet hell roguelite so like yeah you're gonna yeah. lose all your progress if you die so try not to die you know yeah. that's the and that's there, the there's a small amount of progress in the way that you get more uh people who will show up um there's like certain items that you only have to pay for this large amount once uh, and then it becomes cheaper every time after. Uh, the more items you unlock, the more powerful items you have access to, the more synergies you have access to. Like, for example, yeah. there's a, a Mega Man hand. And if you get a fire, uh, fiery bullets with it, all of a sudden now you have the normal shot, you have the fire shot. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. And there's and the Mega Man hand has like, I think, five or six different synergies. So if you get all of them, every time you reload it, and your gun's full, it just cycles through the different powers that it has. Oh, that's so, cool. Oh, cool. You, you can do like the, the tornadoes, you can do the ice blocks, the fire things, uh, 
all, all the the cool cool Mega Man stuff. Yeah, there's a bunch of like right. referential guns in it. I know from other games, and I, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. Donkey review, I know there's one that's just the letter R that fires the word bullet at people. Yes, which is very high ammo, very low damage. So really, it's it's not fair. Yeah, I've, I keep getting it in my runs, and it's like not something you're excited to get. Damn, I can't uh, believe the R isn't the meta gun. Damn it! That, really yeah. <laughs> there's there's one called the fight saber, I think, which is like it's got like a it's like an I don't know uh, an assault rifle, but it's like glowing green like a like Luke skywalker's lightsaber and then it's just got instead of like a regular grip it's just got like a sword handle as like the grip <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's one uh so what i did actually is i wasn't sure how long we would run and i just put the link for all the guns at the end of the episode so if we do like run if we have some extra time we'll we'll go over we'll it at the poke, end. Through okay. poke through those and laugh at them there's uh, a barrel um that shoots fish out of it Instead of shooting fish in a barrel, you shoot a, a barrel out of shooting a barrel. fish. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's an op, uh, which is Counter Strike folks know as the big sniper. And uh, if you do, if you spin your character and then shoot, you get extra damage, like doing 360 no scopes. <laughs> oh, 360 right. no scopes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Boom! Headshot. Yeah. 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 Um, there's. I think you can get Samus's arm. That's another reference. There's uh, the duck gun from NES from you know, oh, yeah, the yeah, light gun. Hunt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a bunch more, and if we have time, we'll get to those. But uh, for now, this is kind of the setup of uh, how uh, we got to uh, Gungeon. I'll post one last photo, and is, this was the photo they used during uh, the pitch. Oh my god, that lady bleeding from the nose—that's a devolver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This is the original art, and it looks. Honestly, nothing like what the art actually looks like now. It's not pixel. It's like a Harrison Ford with two pistols. It looks like Doom, though. The OG Doom. It's great. I still really like the idea. Like, I would love if they still use this kind of as the art. It's like one of those, like, it's very, very well, like, painted, digitally painted, I guess. uh, But very, like, 80s action hero uh indiana jones like you're kind of saying with like again like a a rifle bullet like a 357 and a like a nine mil pistol both holding guns and like shooting like photorealistic more i guess yeah yeah and and two casings like fading away falling shooting at him you know yeah exactly yeah yeah. i I love the i love the idea of like having that like photorealistic art then then like the jarring of the oh no it's actually just like this cute little pixelated game right <laughs> also the the sconces on the wall are mounted on two desert eagles like even yeah. the decorations in the back are all on underneath guns. underneath them it's like crosshairs that are like like crosshair patterns that are decorating like, oh, the column yeah. that it's on yeah. the column has like <laughs> the bas relief or the bus relief is is carved uh it's bullets like bullets yeah, yeah. they already had the skull in mind for enter the gungeon because enter the is in the shape of a skull and then oh gungeon yeah is underneath. um i like the fact that one of these little bullet men is just holding a gun in a photorealistic like white mickey yeah. mouse glove as with, well with the white glove yeah exactly. <laughs> it's awesome yeah <laughs> they're both there. it's and the they're both like ray like they're rayman hands essentially right like the yeah, one yeah. in the back is also oh. holding like a shotgun yeah. He's got his Rayman hands on the shotgun. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's been kind of the real life side of it. I thought it was really cool how they just went to E3 without a ticket and with a laptop and a prayer and somehow landed a deal with Devolver after 11 days of work. Like, uh, 
And then all this culminating to uh, an amazing game that most gamers know today is just me doing my nine to five, hoping to retire when I'm 60. These motherfuckers. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Land a deal in 11 days. They had to put the work in. That work, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) We just talked about how you could have finished your comic this week, but instead decided to drink wine and clean your apartment for five days. (laughs) I I could not have finished it this week. There's too much work. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, that's it. Like if you, if you're putting in 16 hour days, right? Like, is it going to be the yeah. same product at the end? Who knows? But yeah. like yeah. some some people are capable of it. Some people just want to not drywall their house. They want to play God of War all day. What can I say? You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's a very common thing that all of us have <laughs> reference to. But also, yeah. it's like if I had eleven days of sixteen hour days to write a pitch, I could probably still do that in a San Francisco parking lot. And and a working game though, and working cover art. And working cover art in 11 days. Sure. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a working though. demo, because also yeah. when this guy accepted, um, like he said, Nigel instantly loved the game and thought it looked so playable already after 11 yeah. days. So it, yeah, that's all pretty thing. incredible. Hey, kid, I almost forgot this and flicks the USB to him. He catches it like the bullet, like, like <laughs> yeah. <a> bullet casing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think it's a good time to move away from the development and move on to some more in-game stuff. Um, But we'll do that a little bit after the break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome back from the break. Um, you and Robin Williams so- impression again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't be don't be afraid it's just a bullet oh he um but any <laughs> about oh, uh, oh captain my jamie <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were saying uh you both made to about second floor bosses yeah um in gungeon yeah okay i made well, it to I- the second floor bosses plenty of times but never beat any of them like i said okay. I don't think. Man, okay. I, maybe i beat the holster once but i don't think so I feel like okay. I've seen the next stage. Like, I feel like I got, I did get there one time, but I've also seen people playing it. I've never like watched a full run, but I've seen enough clips of it that I might just be like mixing up my memories in my head. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, for the next section, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep grabbing um, these screenshots I have of uh, each floor's bosses and uh, we'll look at them together. You've probably seen some of them, but uh, we can describe them for the, the listeners at home, all of them are meant to be like fantasy esque uh, puns kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I, so the first round here is um, the first floor called the Keep of the Lead Lord. 
And we have three bosses, the Bullet King, the Gatling Gull, and the Trigger Twins. So I don't know if you guys want to start explaining those. Bullet King is a Bullet King, Gatling Gull is a Gatling Gull, and the Trigger <laughs> Twins are uh, brothers, bullets, bullet brothers with little yeah. revolvers. <laughs> <laughs> the Gatling Gull is like ripped from <laughs> yeah. the waist up human body very arnold schwarzenegger-esque he's got uh if i do a quick count that's what 14 abs i think <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Right. Uh, yeah he's got a 14 pack yeah. if you count the obliques there um but yeah just like biceps on biceps uh got very hairy pits which is weird for a bird yeah uh, I was gonna say, it's funny i think his like pit hair is like because he's not a gull he's like a raven or something he's black yeah. but his like pits are also like black feathers <laughs> <laughs> yeah or black hair yeah, don't overthink it it's the, it's the body of a man there's no reason to think that the body of the man has feathered armpits it could versus be just regular detail. armpits <laughs> <laughs> it could be an yeah, you, detail. you can't shave the feathers you gotta pluck them or else they'll yeah. grow back oh, even thicker God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then he's he's got a drum, I don't know, the size of like an 80 gallon barrel on his back. Yeah. And he uses that to shoot like big mortars down that have like circular circular patterns. Whenever okay. They okay. Shoot, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Bullet King is a bullet that floats above the ground. He's got a uh, red velvet cloak with like a frilly top. And then he's got like an iron crown on top of his on top of his head. Which yeah. begs the question: How's that? How's that stay exactly where it is? Because he's a perfect cylinder. A crown is a perfect cylinder. How does he get it to stay there? You know, maybe it's like a maybe like it's kind of rubbery on the inside, so you can move it. Okay, you can move it, but like once once you stop moving, it's once kinda, you stop moving, it's like yeah, kind of you have to kind of angle it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, then trigger twins is like there's like one cool twin bullet and then one happy twin. Yeah, yeah. So the Bullet King, uh, there's a cool way. There's something called uh, a Casey, which is just uh, one moment. I shut. Hello, the Ice. Oh, Hello, Ice. Ice, you would be on the podcast. <laughs> it's six p.m. and we usually go out at five. So she's like, "Hey, it's time to go outside. It's time to eat." You know. Uh, uh, yeah. So the Bullet King, anyways, has uh, there's a a bat you can unlock called the Casey which is like the strongest weapon in the game. It's a melee weapon. Um, and like when you swing it, it deflects bullets. If you hit an enemy, it hits the enemy. And if it, the enemy runs into another enemy, it kills Damn that enemy them. too. Wow. That's pretty and it's pretty much one shots everything. Um, Bullet King has like a little uh, advisor next to it. Okay. And if you go up and hit the advisor into the Bullet King, it's a one hit kill. And Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you can just go bang and move on uh, to the next floor. And if you beat a a boss without dying, you get what's called a master round. And or without not without dying, without getting hit. Yeah. Ice, you're distracting me and I don't appreciate it. Ice, (laughs) Ice, do you want to be on the podcast, Papa? (laughs) (laughs) A lot to say today. Um. Yeah, so that's a really cool way to get your master round easily if you get a KC. Um, what is the a master, master round? So this sticks with you for your whole run. Uh, it's just like goes in your Ammonomicon. And if you, uh, it gives you, um, I think, an extra heart and an armor. Okay. So it gives you a lot of extra health. So you want to be hitting all of these. And if you get all of the master rounds and get to the end of the game, that's a big achievement. And Probably something happens, but I'm not sure what. I'm gonna be honest. Cool, because I've never done it. 
but it's yeah. the hardest achievement in the game. That's the the zero point one percent achievement on Steam is get oh, okay. all, all the yeah. boss no hits. Right. Yeah. Acquiring well, five master rounds in a single round unlocks the lead god achievement and super hot watch. Okay, so it's a it's an item unlock too. Okay, so that's that's tough then to unlock all the items. That's probably the one that most people are missing. It's that's really brutal. hard to do. Yeah, although I mean, it, considering it's like a bullet hell, there's like pattern recognition. You could probably no hit all the bosses, but like being able to do that in a single run is, you'd have to be some kind of lead god, frankly. Yeah. yeah. So the the super hot watch that is it's a passive item. If you're not moving, it slows down time to one sixtieth. So oh, it's it is the uh, the super hot game power. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool, and it only rewards the top, like the highest tier of yeah, players exactly. too. You're so, you're al- yeah. you're already good enough that you probably don't need this item to beat the game, yeah. right? Because you've beaten the game without taking damage. So yeah. The next floor, um, there are secret floors which we'll get into, but we're just doing the vanilla floors right now. Uh, the next floor is called Gungeon Proper. Uh, this one. Difficulty starts to ramp up a bit, I guess. This is where you guys capped out. And there's three bosses, the Ammo Conda, uh, holster. You got to remember that maybe I didn't cap out here and I did beat one of these bosses one time, but I don't really remember, huh? Maybe. (laughs) And Gorgon is the last one. I hit it better. Gorgon. Gorgon. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. The one that I... Very good pun. Yeah. Behold, so yeah, they're big D&D fans. Um, the Gorgon's the one I, I like the least matching up against. Uh, she the, has like this poison move. The Amoconda is considered the, uh, is widely considered to be the most annoying boss in the game. Apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, due to its somewhat random attack patterns, its ability to heal itself, and the earliness of its appearance compared to its difficulty. Okay. Yeah, I never beat it. That's that's what said. That was my wall. Was the ammo conda? I never got to fight the beholster. He's great. So instead of having additional eyes on the stalks around that him, gun. he's just he's holding six weapons. So mm-hmm. uh, five guns and a bazooka. Yeah, he shoots like seeking missiles at you, and then has patterns that are happening like spreading out from him. So you're like trying to run away from these seeking missiles and you can shoot the seeking missiles to kill them. But by also dodging his other patterns, then he does a big eye laser, uh, that kind of goes back and forth and you have to dodge roll over, over it. it both He's times. Your over it. Yeah. Yeah. The, Amoc- the Amoconda is a snake. It's a big snake. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, like. It's Zelda bosses where the, the snake bosses where you can defeat the segments of them. Yeah. And, oh, okay. and cool. Yeah. It can it can heal though it can regenerate and it can apparently uh, grow to unlimited size. It can just keep growing if you're not if you if you're surviving oh. and not destroying segments. It never stops. Growing. Oh shit! Uh, Gorg- and then the the gorgon yeah. is uh, gorgon from Greek mythology. It, it looks like Medusa specifically. Um, and Turns she's, wiel- stone too. she's yeah. wielding uh, dual. Uh, oh, the gorgon Medu Meduzi. Uh, like like an Uzi is wielding dual Uzis. So, (laughs) um, cool. I'm getting up to the next floor. This is one where I'm starting to not know the fights as much because I've gotten to them much less. Uh, I'm still playing this game like a couple runs a day. I just got a PlayStation Five controller, so I actually have the twin sticks now to play instead of just keyboard mouse. Uh, There's Arguments for both. Aiming's a bit easier. Keyboard mouse movement's better uh, on twin stick. Do like, oh my god, I'm not going to remember who it was. There's somebody in the Lore Boys Discord server who uh, has a controller and they play with a mouse. So they play movement on controller and they play mouse in their in their right uh, hand for shooters. 
That's abominable. That's insane. That's okay. They they that's asked Jester, that, right? they, No, it wasn't Jester. It was. Uh, sorry, I'm scrolling up a lot. But they they said like, oh, am I abominable for for gaming like this? And honestly, I think it's pretty big brain because I yeah. I really hate W like my WASD movement is not good at all. Really, uh, my aim's not great either. But man, like I love yeah. I love the movement on a on a controller. So you have just more degrees of freedom between like WASD. You're going yeah. uh, what is you it? Eight, eight directions. Eight, eight directions. That's it. Yeah. yeah. On the twin it, stick. Now that I've got it here, like on the twin stick, it might actually be kind of good to. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I spoke too soon. Perhaps perhaps I shouted because I did not hear what he had to had to say because he was right or whatever that biblical <laughs> meme is. Waterboarding instructor is uh, is who it is. Maybe he's got a couple <laughs> other things to teach us as well other than waterboarding. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, uh, whenever I play with the mouse, I play with Hunter a lot, which is one of the starting classes. And she has a crossbow, which is really good one shot and has really good range. Uh, and I really much prefer the mouse for that. I was finding when I was trying with the keyboard, uh, when I was trying with the controller, but I've again, like I probably have 25 runs mouse and keyboard and like two on yeah. twin stick at this point. So maybe it's just going to be a time. I, yeah. I, my, my aiming is definitely better with a mouse. I do. F I, I make myself play on controller cause my rationale is, um, I'm not very good at the game, but I'm like, if I survive it doesn't matter if i'm not doing damage as long as i'm surviving i'm surviving but if i'm doing damage and taking damage then i only take six shots and the game's over so i'd say that's true to a point with the exception of boss fights uh with the boss fights like surviving is of course key but if you're not doing enough dps the boss fight's gonna go on so long you're gonna get hit anyways so yeah but they don't have like a dps check where it's like no, oh if you haven't don't. dealt enough in enough time like that's that's my theory is like as long as i can yeah. keep dodging as long as my movement's perfect yeah then that's good if my aim is perfect then i'm i'm gonna take damage right like yeah yeah no, that, that's, if, I had, that's to, if I had to pick one i'm gonna i'm gonna pick the the movement which is why mm -hmm. i play with controller but yeah, I can absolutely see like if I could just do damage fast enough, then yeah, I could get through it without taking damage for sure. The real answer is a mix of the two, and and if you had perfect, if you had to have perfect one, perfect movement is the one you want. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, a mix yeah, of the cool. two, like a controller and a mouse, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> All accepted is the right way to play. It's it's so big brain. <laughs> so <laughs> the next level is the black powder mine. There's the cannon Balrog, which I've never fought. There's the mine flare, which I've gotten a couple times, and the treadnought, which I've gotten a couple times. The mine uh, flare is just a regular looking D and D mine flare. So like kind of a uh, yeah, a skinny man with an octopus head, and he's Again, just we, got a gun to the head of like of a, a like a of a bell not smiling frowning yeah uh, all right we we really gotta enunciate we gotta hit this more it's mind flare like because you're in the black powder mine yeah. uh, I just, okay. there's gonna be some people listening who are like yeah mind flare no problem Sorry, but it, it does look like an illithid or a mind flare yeah. yeah uh there's a cannon balrog which is just like a skull shrouded in darkness uh again around. it'd be cannon balrog i guess yeah, can it? Uh, oh, it, that one took me a second. for a second. I I did the same thing. I was like, I don't get the pun on this one. While I was, I've been looking at the the boss wiki here, and I'm I was just like, I didn't get it. But it took me a few seconds. I was like, oh, like a cannonball, raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then, then Treadnought is like a tank. Yeah. I, I not the, not their best pun. Let's say um, no, it's a bullet uh, driving a, tra a tank. I know the Treadnought fight the best out of all of them, and that one is just don't get close to it. 
like stay far away. Your mobility is huge on that one. If you have extra movement speed, like Treadnought becomes really trivial because okay. it's a lot of explosions from the source of the boss. Um, okay. So the farther away you are, and honestly, that's the secret to a lot of fights in this game. The farther yeah. away you are from your they enemies, win. the more they spread, the more gaps there are to maneuver. And, and your reaction time, right? Like, Yeah, in your reaction time. And I are dodge rolling super powerful but if you can get away without dodge rolling you ultimately have more control because when you dodge roll you're committing to land in a certain place and you're locked into it for like a second Mm -hmm. so you can't adapt in that second while you're rolling um but if you are just dodging you can always have control of your character that makes sense yeah if Yeah. yeah if you're if you're just moving to dodge rather than dodge rolling yeah yeah so that's uh that's like high level play is really saving your dodge. There's also something called uh, blanks, which yeah. uh, you get two it's every level. Yeah, yeah, it's a nuke. Clear all the bullets off the screen. Uh, push away enemies that are really close to you. Also, I want to just point this out because I recognize the design of this character of the treadnought. So it is just a tiny, it's a small caliber bullet. And he's got a big round green helmet with the goggles above his eyes, and he's poking his head out of the turret of the tank he, like the hatch he looked- come in. He looks a gog. His like eyes are going in like different directions, and his mouth is open like ball. Yeah, but I re- <laughs> I recognize this from The Simpsons because Mr. Burns does it at one point where he plays like uh, yeah. he plays um, like music to try and thinking about tomorrow. Yeah, and I was like, that's got to be a reference to some other thing that is way older than all of us, and it <laughs> is uh, uh, the, the American presidential nominee Michael Dukakis is the source of this photo. So I huh. think he ran against Nixon Nick- and got like Nixon. absolutely shellacked. But here's the photo, a little extra real world lore there of Mike Dukakis. Oh, he, he, it was for the tank picture. I'm pretty sure is why he lost, like why a lot of people say he lost the election. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so wow. Michael, Michael Dukakis, the photo op, that tank. But yeah, the, the, uh, like this picture of him sticking out of a tank is, is uh, largely credited with the dopey grin. There was like a smear campaign that ran against like that, that used that specific photo. And it's kind of okay. like. Yeah. said to have, uh, have killed his presidential run yeah yeah and then there's mr burns doing it and then the treadnought so there's the the cycle is complete this found its way into the game yeah wow that's amazing Mine, well i mean if these people were developing for bioware when uh dragon age 2 came out in like 2011 yeah. they're definitely like 10 years older than we are so this yeah. might have been relevant to one of their lives right yeah, yeah. there's a mine flare like we said mine um he's holding the the gun to the bell one of his signature moves is he will disappear and there'll be like 10 bells on the screen and you have to find out which one is the real bell so you shoot uh bells and if it's a fake bell it'll do an explosion of bullets uh if it's the real bell then the mind flare will uh recompose in the middle of okay okay continue again apparently Uh, apparently the the sinister bell is a reference to the to, to dark item, to bloodborne yeah or yeah, yeah. oh yeah or a reference to the mind flare enemies from demon souls who also carried bells yeah the dodge oh, roll yeah. is also a reference to dark souls is it yes it the is yep. guys they, the first guys to do invincibility frames was it they love that <laughs> game they love that game it's uh binding of isaac and dark souls are like two of the highest of uh their their um influences like, inspirations. Okay, cool, yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The 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 non mind, the mind flayers are a very annoying enemy in uh, the Tower of Latria in Demon Souls. They're mm-hmm. uh, they'll paralyze you and then kill you in one hit. At least if you're early game, because that game is not in order. You just go wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the Balrog, like creepy Balrog. I'm not honestly sure what he does because I haven't run into him enough. But um, Cannonball is the pun there that we just yeah. Learned. I didn't catch that. Uh, moving on to the fourth floor, I don't think I've even gotten to these bosses. I've just hit the fourth floor. Um, there's the high priest, which is <laughs> wearing a red robe. He's got like a million uh, bullets, essentially four eyes kind of like glowing out of like the shadow of his hood. But it's like the in-game bullets that like white circle with the red red, cir- outline. red outline, essentially yeah. for his eyes and his like. He's wearing a huge pendant, which is also like a bullet, like a shot, I guess. And then he's just got a gun poking out of the myriad of eyes in the center of his face. (laughs) (laughs) It's very much like that art that Pete did where the guy has the fake arm and he's holding the gun out of the pizza box. Oh, fuck. That was a classic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just a gun. Stupid picture. Why did I draw that? uh, The bleak jihad, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, There's kill pillars. Also bullets for eyes. All the all the bosses on this floor have bullets for eyes. Yeah. Uh, or shots for eyes. The the kill pillars and the, the next one, Wallmonger, they're on fire. They're burning bullets. Um, but the kill pillars is four like black bullets and they're standing on top of like pillbox like floating platforms, I'm guessing. It looks like a thwomp, yeah. but instead of the spikes, it's guns. Yeah, I right, think right in the actual hill. practice, like all four of them are spread out into like a four pillars of a room and you have to deal with like four sources of bullets at once. Kind of okay. Yeah. And then Wallmonger and, instead of Warmonger is a big wall with like the uh, petrified corpses of like bullet people who who work in the Genshin. Uh, and he's just like a he's a face. He's a, a wall man. He's got like portcullis teeth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> again i don't have too much to say about those i haven't experienced them yet i'm hoping to get good and run into them more but the last person that you will run up against is you encounter them uh like this at first i'm trying to find a picture of high dragon when they come out of their pile of okay we gotta hit it we gotta hit it better high dragon yeah thank you (laughs) oh god we've got the vocal coach here today (laughs) yeah uh you end up fighting like a dragon skeleton it's a multi-phase fight um just a, yeah i've I seen that, this one yeah uh like at one point i watched this where there's like literally full screen of bullets coming at you with just circles of safety so you have to dodge roll um the basically circles. the pattern yeah, yeah until the bullets stop um when i Look at pros playing this. They say these fights are a lot more about intimidation than actual, um, like them being hard. Exactly. Once you know the end of the game, right? Like you've you've been through all the other floors. Those were hard. Like you're just like you're nervous, right? You don't want to choke. And yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, if you make it through all that, um, I guess I guess we could. Sorry, we could describe at home the the high drag gun is a pile of gold with a golden barrel sticking out of the pile of gold and then just one dragon eye in the pile, essentially. It's yeah, the last shot of the first Hobbit movie when he's exactly, about to yeah. encounter Smaug. Smaug he's yeah. like buried in gold, yeah. And then yeah. reverse order for those that I posted. It's skeleton second and normal dragon first. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've seen the Indie Mouse video where he plays this. So I've seen this. I've seen the drag gun fight. Um, yep. And it is straight up like uh, I think one of your abilities, you get like a limited amount of grenades, which like clear a safe area of bullets Blanks. off the screen. Blanks, yeah. OK, That's yeah. a blank. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um, he was using those to create other like little islands in the storm that could get his iframes or his, his invincibility frames closer to a safer spot, basically. Yeah. yeah. It does look very intimidating, but obviously like yeah. gotta be yeah, possible. Apparently it's, it's a big dragon uh, gun for a nose. And then he's, he's got two nine mils just we, d- dual wielding a akimbo pistols, essentially. Dragon gun he, keeps it strapped. Yeah. Yeah. Then he yeah. turns into a, a same thing, but a skeleton skeleton. Yeah. So if you get through all that, you get to walk down this path. Um, you open a chest, and on top of the chest, there are two bullets holding like revolvers at each other, like this. Um, and you open the chest, and normally when you die um, in the game, which at this point, if you got to the end, you've died many times, you know that this like big uh, crosshair goes on your screen, focuses on you. And then shoots you, and your ammo nomicon opens, and, and it says and how it many looks, enemies you kill. And, yeah, and it looks yeah. like the crosshairs look like it's got like a stopwatch, like ticking, like hands, like yeah. second hand ticking, essentially. So oh, it, it cool. looks like, and I don't know if this is the canon or this is the speculation, I guess. Uh, but it looks like, oh, you know, you're going down into the gungeon, and somehow you like get sent back in time so that you don't canonically die. You get to retry because you got like time reverse, essentially, whereas you still remember what happens so you still you have the skills you know the guns i guess uh, you just gave me an idea man the what of, of lore boys can and what the ending is okay cool yeah, yeah. so uh this game is groundhog day then because yeah, they're exactly. just yeah, okay, locked yeah. over and over again trying to get through and at the end the very ending you have control over the cursor that normally killed you the the crosshair oh it's not and a cutscene. do you get to move your mouse around you you can move it around and you're like wait what do i do with this thing and then you realize you have to target yourself and kill yourself with the gun that can kill your past. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So you shoot yourself in the head, and then you go down the this portal, the colorful portal. The opening theme song that from the title music starts up, credits roll, and you're fucking pumped. You're, you're starting your Reddit post. I cleared the gungeon for the first time. And, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, the gungeon theme we have not touched on this yet. Dave's so wife, who's or Erica, I think her Erica. name was. Uh, Bill Murray, Dave's uh, wife, a, a banger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The no, gungeon theme rules. Oh, it's so good, man. I, yeah. I remember the first time I listened to it. Like I watched the whole opening cutscene, then it kind of drops to quiet, and then like just fucking starts <laughs> up, fucking castle, enter the gungeon, let's go, dude. And it, yeah, it's it. It got me so pumped to try the game, and I failed the first few times, but it's still pumped. Yeah. It really it after what this. Yeah, it's what we were kind of saying before. Like, there's very little to dislike about the game. Like, the music's oh, on yeah. point, the graphics are on point, the movement is fluid. Like, it feels like hard but fair. Like, there's just like there's like a lot of creativity. It's like yeah. some good humor. Like, also yep. cute sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah all, there's all good. a bunch of other like super intricate stuff too. As you get to know the game, there's ways to open the secret rooms. There's a resourceful rat will steal chests unless you step out all the candles in the room. Then the resourceful rat won't come anymore. Uh, if you don't want the resourceful rat to steal something, you can leave to a neighboring room and re-enter the room. You'll catch the resourceful rat, and now you have you can go up to two rooms away without the resourceful rat stealing it because he's 
got caught, so he's being more careful. Okay. Uh, you, if you get a gun in the first uh, in in the level, then you won't get a guaranteed gun from the boss. You always get a gun from the boss if you never got a gun in the level, but sometimes you want to manipulate it so you get an item. So then you would buy a gun in the level so you get an item from the boss. Okay. There, um, there's a bunch of like super intricate stuff where you can go as casually as you want to this game. You're like, oh, I tried my best and Amaconda sucks. Or you could be like, <laughs> I am fucking know everything about this game. I know mm-hmm. every gun synergy, every item synergy. Uh, just and go. I- I did. There. I did just realize the pile of gold that the high dragon is in is empty yeah. bullet casings. Yes. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. It's not a pile of gold. It's a pile of empty bullet. Like oh shell. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we are almost in an hour, but I'm going to go through uh, the secret floors on and how to get rid of the resourceful rat from your run. Uh, it yeah. Resourceful rat is what like a uh, like a rat goblin yeah. who follows you around. It, a you've been guy? saying it a lot. Yeah. So resourceful rat. You can catch him. He just steals your shit. So, like, whenever, uh, let's say I get an ammo drop, right? And I have ammo on the ground, but I don't have any um, guns to reload right now. So I go to my next rooms, and I I come back. I, I'm, like, saying myself slowly because I know Pete's just absorbing the art right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I Googled him. I don't know if you posted him here. Uh, uh, he, I was gonna, yeah. Fantastic. I, I've seen him, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, on floor one. Um, so let's say yeah, you, you you get some, you drop something. You don't have the room to carry it right now. You come back, it'll be gone. There's a note, and the resourceful rat had stole your shit, and he leaves like a note, like "haha, you you idiot" or something. Yeah, you and, got you got you got great. Your stuff got grabbed by resourceful rat sucker. It, exactly, and then it'll be signed <laughs> RR always. Okay, all right. Yeah, so, he's uh, George fantastic. Resourceful Rat Martin. so you don't actually meet him until like much later so i'll post uh like relevant photos as we go through when we meet him too um but for now he's just kind of a mysterious guy who steals your shit and um i'll tell you this kind of is spoilers if you want to figure out every secret yourself but i'm telling you you would need to play for thousands of hours to discover this by yourself. So just listen to me tell you. <laughs> Don't do that, dummy. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's easier if you just listen to Jamie. Then you figured it out. Yeah. The, sec- the secret to figuring out the gungeon secret of Resourceful Rat is to listen to the lore boy. Yeah. And it's not all, it's not one of those like fun secrets where it's like, oh, I'm going to figure it out. It's like, no, you would have just had to throw your head at a wall enough times until you yeah, accidentally exactly. figured it out. So, mm-hmm. So on floor one, the the way that this is going to work, by the way, there's floor one and secret floor one, floor two, secret floor two, floor three, secret floor three. They kind of go in order like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, so floor one, uh, you locate the fireplace in, in numerical roll, order, as we traditionally call it. I think is well, it's one one two two three three. Okay. <laughs> not not like one or one two or two three or three. Okay. You have to go one then one two then two then three then three. Yeah. So one, like, 1.5, 2, 2.5, 3, 3.5. Sort of. Yeah, you can think of it that way, too. You can think of it that way, too. Um, yeah, so you have to find the fireplace and then find a barrel of water, roll the barrel of water and extinguish the fireplace, then go into the fireplace and flick a switch, and then the whole game goes rumbles, and you're like, oh, whoa, something cool. happened. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, is it, does the game rumble or did your laptop do that, Jamie? Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually do it myself. I go. Rumble, okay. Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> your graphics card is turning off, so you can connect to the internet. Um, and this opens up somewhere on the floor. Um, another room, and in that room, there's a door to go to the oubliette, which takes two keys. Um, okay. t- two keys on floor one is a large investment. Uh, there's times where you can get through all of floor one and get one key. So uh, if you uh, manage to get two keys, usually you buy one from the shop. Um, you keep them. You don't open any chests and you go for the first secret room. So it's does like the, does the fireplace always spawn? And like, is there spawns. always a, there's always a water bottle there or a, there's a water always, barrel. Usually a water barrel in the same room. Always a water barrel somewhere. So, oh, okay, so you might have to speed roll run, another room. Okay. Yeah, speed yeah. runs. If it's not in the same room, turn it off and on again. Reset. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've rolled it like I've I've spent more time rolling a barrel than fighting enemies in in a couple runs. <laughs> oh really? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like if it spawns far away, now I just stop doing it. But um, so if you wanted, you could just take your two keys and go right down to the next secret floor. If you're a real gamer, you'll beat the boss on the first floor first and not go down, get your rewards, then go, you, go you know? Back. Okay. Makes sense, makes yeah. Sense. So, and then now you're in the oubliette, which is the next floor. The boss there is uh, a slime, an, a big oubli- D&D slime. An oubliette is a prison uh, where the only uh, way in or out is uh, on the ceiling. It's like a trap door. So you would yeah, like really. lower a prisoner into the into the prison cell. Yeah. You drop them in and you forget about them, which is yeah. 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 in French. Yeah. 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 But et makes it so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're literally leaving someone to, to die of thirst. And, Uliette, uh, cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the French, the, 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 like the French lords. Yeah. And, Madame Guillotine, oubliette. (laughs) So somewhere on that first secret floor, you'll find a crest. And the crest acts as an armor heart. And it'll be your most recent one. So this means if you get hit just once, you'll lose this crest. But if you want to do all the secrets, you better hold on to this fucking crest. Okay. So it becomes a no-hit run if you want to get all the secrets while you have this crest. You can get hit elsewhere, but... um, if you don't have a crest, but you need to have it right now. So, okay. I've got the crest. I haven't been hit. You got the crest, haven't been hit. You make your way through. You fight the slime boss at the end of the Oubliette. You get down to floor two. Now we're navigating floor two, trying to find an altar, which always spawns in floor two. Okay. I have seen the altar before and gone yeah. to it. And my character says, I don't have what I need for this. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Because <laughs> you had to, uh, you had to know to put the water into the fireplace. You stupid yeah. idiot! And flick to, the switch, to get yeah. the crest and then not get hit to get there to then <laughs> yeah. take that to the altar. Because then I might have done that and then been on floor two and been like, okay, I guess I'll just keep going. Like you know, like <laughs> yeah. maybe I got to get to the final boss with this thing. I don't know. Yeah, and now that will uh, open up the the ability to go down to secret floor two. But before you do that, on normal floor two. You better have saved a bunch of currency because you need to buy a Nod key. Ganod key. Okay. Yeah. It costs a total of a thousand currency, which you cannot possibly do in two floors of a single run. So okay. you have to gradually buy it over runs and then it becomes worth 115 from there on out. Okay. 
So it's it's progress based up until you unlock it the first time. Then it's always one fifteen, which you can get over two floors. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, you do, you're putting down payments until yeah. you can until you can actually buy it <laughs> for one fifteen. You'll you will not see the rat like until probably like run fifty if you're good like kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Oh, okay. Because okay. there's other stuff to do too. This isn't even the only uh, gatekeeping part. But so um. The advanced player knows to keep the 115 aside, then you beat the normal boss in floor two, and you head down to the secret level uh, Abbey of the True Gun. Oh, that's great. Yep. So, um, that's the secret. You you run through the whole thing on the Abbey of the True Gun. Uh, this one, there's nothing like, you don't have to bring a crest out of there. You don't have to bring an item out of there. You just have to get through and survive. And, and you once you the, the old king, yeah, I've never fought him, so I don't know anything about him. But yeah, he's an old once he's you... an old looking bullet. <laughs> yeah, he probably he's probably like a a harder uh, king bullet or whatever from floor one. So we finally make it to the third floor. So we've done the first floor. We kept two keys. We gimped ourselves effectively at the beginning of our run to be able to get a, uh, a secret floor where we got a crest, fought our way through, beat a boss. Then we went to the second floor, used the crest at the altar, which opened up the 2.5 floor. But while we're on the second floor, we spent our 115 to get our Ganod key. Now we're all, cleared the second or 2.5 floor. Now we're on the third floor. Okay. Is this all still without getting hit or have we used the no. amulet on the altar? No, we used the amulet at the altar. Yeah, okay. between right. the the only time it's between oh. one point five and two where you can't get hit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then we finally make it to the third floor, uh, and now you still need some more mats. So you have to have at least one key, two blanks, and the Gnod key. Two blanks is easy; they refill to two every floor. So okay. just make sure not to use one on floor three, uh, and have one key in the bank. By floor three, your key economy should be a bit better than floor one, so that's not so bad. And the Gnod key. Uh, but it's not that easy because it doesn't tell you where the door to 3.5 is. You have to run around, and when you see dust kick up under your feet, run in circles on that one area, which will clear enough dust to show the door to go down to 3.5. Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> this is why I'm like, don't just try and figure it out yourself. You'll never figure yeah. it out. But yeah. Um, I mean that so that's the one of these so far that I think you're more likely to figure out because like you'll okay. you'll be playing and but like it'll take you so long because you'll have to get to floor three in the first place you don't have to be that good and then you'll be running around one day you'll see like dust kick up you'll be like oh that's weird and then you'll be like oh yeah. look at this it's like kicking up and then you'll realize like something's happening yeah yeah I, yeah I feel like of all the secret rooms that's the one that you're most likely to find which I respect from a game dev point of view again that they put it in floor three so now you get to floor three and you realize like, oh shit, there's secret rooms. I should go back and see if there's secret rooms in the other yeah. floor too, right? Is the idea. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then once you found that, you use your one key, your two blanks, the Gnod key, and you get into resourceful rat's lair. And at this point, you've had so much shit stolen from this asshole. So <laughs> <laughs> you already hate him. You already hate him. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll post like, this is like the first uh, phase one of oh yeah it's what p posted exactly that oh so yeah that's what, he, he what, is <laughs> yeah he's like an anthropomorphized rat with just four huge teeth two on top two on the bottom uh like the japanese throwing daggers in one hand i don't remember what those are called and then Kunai. he has an orange yeah, handgun yeah. 
uh, which is silenced with a cartoon yellow block of Swiss cheese. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And exactly that. And his fights are rat-like. Uh, he throws out rat traps. Um, he has a giant wheel of cheese that separates into wedges that come out at you. Very cool. I'm trying um, to wonder what this thing would be called. Like what, the, what the gun, it's his gun, the, the gun itself, not the resourceful rat, obviously. But like, what, what would be the cheesy gun pun? I'm trying to think of like different cheeses and different guns, but I'm not familiar with either. Oh, uh, man. yeah, I don't know. That's uh, you let us know. You call us when you when you figure it out. Pete. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the things, all the cheeses I know, and then uh, nothing's popping off at the moment. If it was bigger, it could be like the Brie Zuka. If it was like a. I, yeah, that'd be good. I, I went Brie, too. I went Brie, too. That's, funny. That's not a bad one. Well, mozzarella was too long and I couldn't think of anything to put in there. Yeah. Is uh, there anything uh, that Gunda instead of Gouda? Gunda? Yeah. Uh, uh, is there any guy is his is, quote. That's great. Is, is there any cheese him? that rhymes with AK? Because then you could just say that cheese 47. Probably. There's like a million cheeses, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. That's uh, phase one. Um, and he's just he's a rat. Like you're it's pretty. Pretty like, I don't know, like normal up until this point. But you oh. kill him. I found but, it. I found out what they called it. What is the it? Elementaler. Like Emmentaler. Okay. And Eliminator. <laughs> That's not bad. Okay, not bad, not bad. It's okay. It was not okay. That's hard. Boy. Yeah, right I never would have thought of Emmental. We tried for a whole 45 seconds. That was difficult. Yeah, yeah. we got to put in 11 days. That's the thing. That's the key. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, phase one, normal ass um, rat. He has some cool like rat themed fight. Um, like mechanics and stuff you beat him and then he scurries down a little rat hole and uh you're like well was that it so then you jump down the rat hole and he is in a full ass mech uh which it's i just right <laughs> <laughs> it is just like a metal gear it, it's not even stylized yeah. at all it's, it's just like the, like the, the wiki, metal gears the wiki says it is a mech made of all the stolen things that he has all the uh created a mech out of all the items and guns he has stolen Fair oh, enough. there we go. He's melted down all everything he's stolen from us, and it's been a lot at this point. Hmm. Uh, so it like he, he encourages you to stay in front of him. If you try and run up to the side where you kind of can, uh, he will just put out walls of bullets on the side, and you'll get hit. So you have okay. to stay in front of him. Uh, he has two weapon systems on his shoulders, which he can shoot off, which make his uh, attacks just uh, go to like a lower form of themselves. See. So, uh, then you just shoot your way through, get the health bar to zero, and if you beat phase two, up now, up until now, this is okay. The twist: you've been playing a twin stick shooter. Then all of a sudden, it goes third person over your shoulder, and you're playing Punch Out with the rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it is hard. Picture, I, it is just Metal Gear Rex. It's got like the drum on one side and then the gun on the other. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool reference. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. They they for sure a reference to that. Yeah, and then they go for yeah the punch out. Um, so the controls are different. It's a completely different game that you've been playing up until this point, uh, and it's hard as fuck. And so he has a bunch of combos. You need to learn them. You need to learn when to dodge, when to attack, how to use your own combos. But um, depending on how well you do on this fight, for sure you're going to fail your first one unless you're a punch out professional um but once you get good at it you get rat keys so 
you you can get up to six rat keys during the battle. In order to get all six, you have to KO the rat with a three three star super punch three times. Okay. So if you get all six keys, which like the people who are really good at the game do, you get to open six chests after this. So you just go from like you just start outscaling the game so hard at that point, you know, like if you get the right drops or whatever, or especially yeah. if you get items instead of guns, because items kind of cumulatively build yourself up. Right. Um, so if you want consistent runs, you learn to do um, secret rooms one, two, three really well. Uh, you can keep going to, to secret rooms up till six. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't know much about uh, four five and six other than the liches in six. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, Not to be the reference guy again, but the fight, the fist fight on top of the mech, the mech that is clearly based off Metal Gear Rex, is also a Metal Gear reference. Like one of those boss fights huh. finishes with Snake versus like Liquid or some shit on on top of the cockpit of one of the mechs. I don't know if it's like <laughs> four or the first one or whatever, but that that this entire thing is just a reference for Metal Gear and Mukakis, yeah. obviously. Apparently, in the game files, uh, the mech is actually called Metal Gear Rat, uh, and. Either. There and the go. duel, the punch out duel, is referred to as liquid punch out. So there we go. Very there much it is. References. Yeah. There um, it is. Apparently, when you beat him, he gives you his life story. I don't know if you had this written down, James. Oh no, I missed that. Uh, yeah, let, tell me, me. Let, me read, let me read this quote for you guys. So this is, I mean, I guess this is spoilers for beating the resourceful rat in the game. Yeah. He says, "Pity me, for my story is a tragedy. I was born in the hold of a tradesman ship, where my mischief made our nest among the refuse. When the tradesmen changed routes, the food they previously held was replaced with weaponry." I watched my brothers and sisters starve, though I vowed to protect them. So I learned to steal from the captain's personal stores. It was sadly not enough. My efforts to feed them only prolonged their suffering. I couldn't steal enough. It became an obsession. I knew that the end was coming. Eventually, driven mad with hunger, my mischief turned on each other. The weakest went first, but soon the last of my kin were gone, eaten by their brethren. When the trader finally docked, I escaped his ship and found myself here, trapped in time. Wow. I have clawed a home here from nothing, my own kingdom. But here I lie, cut down by a usurper with the pettiest of intent. Revenge? You do not know pain. I have one last thing to ask. Take off your mask so that I may see your face with my own eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's actually your face. Ha! I realize now. It, se it seems I never knew. True tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> the true tragedy being uh, your ugly ass face, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Dude, and... There's like a bunch of stuff I don't know. There's like character unlocks. There's like one character that you can start every game with a random gun instead of a starter gun. So if people want to do like a run through with X gun, they just restart the game a million times till they get it. Um, there, oh, I forgot to mention too, another thing that'll lock you out of this um, rat thing for a while. You have to find and collect uh, all six rat notes. Yeah. Which... Um, which correspond to like one, um, one, one, two, two, it's, three, three. No, no, no. It's, okay. um, you know, like uh, the lost forest in, in Zelda, yeah. where you have to choose different like, like directions, the mm -hmm. six notes you get, every person's game has a different six notes, which correspond to six different directions. So you can find your way to the resourceful rats okay. layer after you go down. It, this so. does say there's a one in 4,096 chance. Of finding the way to the rat without the notes, without any notes. Jesus. So okay, so it's point oh two. You have to do it. You okay. have to do it four four thousand times to maybe get lucky and find your way wow. there by accident. Yeah. Well, it's it's like it's a one in four times six, I guess, right? Like a one in four. It's one in four. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. 
Okay, yeah. But anyways, that's um, what I know so far about Gungeon. There is more um, about individual characters, uh, stuff that we can like gleam about bosses from Monomicons and stuff like that. So we could come back to this and do a deeper dive. Uh, personally, I'd like to see myself beat the game before I came back to that. Uh, whether or not that's possible, we'll see. But there's oh, yeah, yeah. Of- so we'll, we'll do it. In, we'll do it in 15 years or so. Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty of lore to cover in the meantime. But yeah, exactly. Uh, that's been um, my first episode on Enter the Gungeon, a game that I do love. So thanks for for being here. Hey, thank you for being here. Uh, thanks coming, for listening, Mr. To- Jamie. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Uh, thanks for continuing to support the show. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, a five-star review, that'd be very helpful. Or uh, tell your friends about us. It's a great way for us to grow. Peter, what's going on in Instagram? Uh, you know, posting. Sure. At uh, Podcast. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know, same shit. <laughs> uh, Jimbo, uh, you want to talk about Discord? Ice, do you want to talk about Discord? Come on. Come on, Ice. <laughs> there it oh, is. There, there she is. There Yay. she is. Ice. Oh. <laughs> there it is. See, you can see pictures of the dog and talk to me on Discord. Um, been in there a bunch this week. There's a lot of cool pet photos, people posting fitness progress. Uh, just talking about games we're working on. I've been playing Yakuza, so posting uh, funny pictures of Mr. Libido and calling it um, Darnell. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm like, look, it's a pervert. It's Darnell. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. Claimed, you, yeah, if you claim to be first. So. If you join the Discord, we're not going to call you a pervert. It's just Darnell owns it. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. he honestly leaned into it. So I, I was just going with his wishes on that. He's one. been around um, for years. He could take it. Yeah. yeah, he joined the Discord. He said, "Please call me a pervert on the podcast." <laughs> yeah, we made sure to get a couple Patreon subs first because we knew he would he would just get out after he came. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, that's uh, coming on the Discord. That's where, where Discord it's and Patreon linked below as well. Yeah, there's a lore request channel where you can request us to do different things. I see Saucy just posted lore on the Endless series. I have Endless Legends. Apparently, there's another game called Endless Space, which I'm going to check out after this. Um, if you guys want to support the show financially, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the lore boys. We'll, we'll read your name on air, uh, at the top of the show. Uh, you guys can get access to the, uh, loser titles game. Uh, you get a, a fancy name and some secret channels on the lore boys discord server. Uh, and yeah, you get bonus content too. That was another thing that totally. I almost, almost forgot about coming up on a year. We almost got a year of it. I think 50 yeah. weeks this week. So two yeah, more not, weeks per year. not like not like that many hours not as many hours as there is in a year do you are you gonna get bonus <laughs> content but we're gonna get a year of one 30 minute episode a week yeah different. you could listen to one episode a day for a year yeah i mean we're coming up on 525,000 <laughs> no, minutes right but you can listen oh, no. to one episode a day for a, a year week. if you re-listen to episodes sure yeah. there's oh, more shit. than 52 days in a year <laughs> yeah you're, when right. you're 70 you can get to the 50th episode Dude, i have so much time all of a sudden i'm gonna take yeah. a nap <laughs> you, can, you can listen to one episode a day for a year if you re-listen to episodes or you can listen to one episode a year for the next 50 years that's uh, those are your options basically we're very close this thing out dude this dog is won't shut that dog that dog is popping off uh we don't have that we got lore boys prime we're uh having a having a gun made it's gonna be called the ice the ice 
nine kills. And <laughs> Ice is going <laughs> to kill Jamie nine times for not taking him out. Because Jamie's a cat. Oh, That's I'm a, a cat. little known fact about Jamie. Jamie's a cat, so he's got nine <laughs> lives. That's why Ice has to nine kill. Okay. Canine, I kill nine? Uh, yeah. Uh, Iced him. Um, That's canine uh, millimeter. Okay. Do you guys know what Ice Nine Ice Nine is? No. No. Anyway, uh, it's a from a Kurt Vonnegut story called Cat's Cradle. It's like a weapon of mass destruction. It's uh, oh, like okay. a little crystal that they keep in a thermostat that if it touches any water, it'll turn like all water that it touches into that crystal. So it'll basically just like destroy all water on Earth. Okay. Whoa. I didn't see the end remember. of Glass Onion, but it seems like that was what's going on in that movie. They also <laughs> have some weird water crystal, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I think that would constitute it. Constitute. More, boys. More boys, take the dog uh, out. Yeah. Take <laughs> the dog out. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.